Okay, everybody, Doug here. I'm going to do a quick short take on uh, Lynn Ramsey's 2017 thriller, You Were Never Really Here. This is still playing in limited release around the United States, but it's out there if you can find it most likely at an independent cinema. The film ostensibly stars uh, Joaquin Phoenix and virtually nobody else. Uh, as a traumatized war veteran who works uh, as a contract fixer slash contract killer and works through a variety of middlemen, he uh, gets various violent jobs. And the movie really focuses on the rescue of a young girl named Nina, who's played by Ekaterina uh, Samsonov. And Nina has essentially been sold or lost to a child sex ring. The character played by Joaquin Phoenix is named Joe, and he keeps a quiet home life where he lives with his aged, ailing mother who is oblivious to his true skills and activities. We see that Joe has suffered trauma both in war as a soldier and also in his childhood. Um, He does engage both as a child as an adult in auto asphyxiation as a a form of stress relief. This isn't necessarily shown to be erotic, autoerotic asphyxiation, just he he is seen to uh, cover his head in plastic bags and other things to uh, periodically asphyxiate himself uh, as a stress relief mechanism. The hallmark of the film is the violent world that Joe inhabits and the violence that he is capable of doing during his uh, jobs as a fixer and contract killer. There is some gunplay in the movie, but uh, in this film and on the main job that he goes on rescuing Nina, uh, Joe's weapon of choice is a ball-peen hammer, which he uses to great effectiveness on multiple opponents throughout the movies. The central scene of the film is the actual rescue of Nina, where she is essentially a captive. Uh, It is heavily implied that she is drugged at a high-end building. It looks like a brownstone somewhere uh, where she is being used as a uh, likely less than willing sexual partner. And most of the actual rescue scene, which is incredibly violent, is shown through security camera footage. This puts you at a distance from the intensity of the violence, but also gives it a cinema verite feel that is very hard to look away from. Like other films by Lynn Ramsey, uh, the film has an extremely sparse use of dialogue. And sometimes critical dialogue is actually very hard to hear or said in a muted way. I was paying rapt attention to this film and one or two Vitally important scenes were, to be totally honest, a little bit hard to follow. The film employs a high-pitched and intense film score that is very reminiscent of Michael Levy's score for Jonathan Glazer's 2013 film Under the Skin, which Peter and I also discussed on this podcast. The first two acts, I thought, were the strongest. The first act essentially introduces Joe, who he is in his life. The second act revolves around the rescue of Nina. And the third act revolves around the aftermath of Joe's rescue of Nina. The third act, I thought, was the hardest to watch because the film really slowed down and became increasingly difficult for me to believe in. The violence escalated in a manner that became less and less realistic. The body count rose dramatically. Nobody seems to notice. There's essentially the feeling that these characters are living in a world that seems to be isolated from much of the world around them. And I just found it harder and harder to suspend my disbelief as the film went on, especially with the actions that Joe took, uh, both violent and nonviolent. 
There have been uh, comparisons of this film to Taxi Driver, which it bears significant similarity to. Taxi Driver obviously focused on uh, Travis Bickle's rescue of the child prostitute Iris, played by Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster, respectively. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Taxi Driver, and while I really did enjoy You Were Never Really Here, I don't think it can hold a candle to Scorsese's Taxi Driver. This film also reminded me in some ways of... John uh, uh, Vildsen's 1970 film, ironically, also titled Joe, which is the same name as the main character in You Were Never Really Here, which stars Peter Boyle and Susan Sarandon, uh, which also sort of deals with vigilante justice uh, amongst some unsavory characters. I will tell you that I do enjoy independent cinema, and I did uh, have a really good experience watching this film. I thought it was intensely interesting. I liked the way that it was filmed. I think Joaquin Phoenix is one of the best actors of his generation, and he uh, turns in a really good performance here. He really holds your attention the entire film. Um, I would also tell you that I saw this film with my wife, who wanted to murder me at the end of it. She really disliked it. She found the sparse dialogue and intense violence very off-putting. Um, and she, I could tell about 10 minutes into it just by looking at her face that she was not going to have a good time at this film. This is clearly not a movie for everybody. But again, if you like independent cinema and you find Joaquin Phoenix or the films of Lemon Ramsey appealing, I think you're going to like this one. Reviews on this film are fairly polarized with people tending to find it incredibly engaging and interesting and other people feeling like there is not enough dialogue Again, I like this film, but I think that there's a reason that this has only been released in a very limited way and that most mainstream theaters are not going to pick it up. I think the violence is too intense and uh, there's not enough payoff, especially in the third act, for a large audience. The film does end rather abruptly. You can see that they are struggling a bit in the third act for exactly how they're going to end it because they have burnt so many bridges to essentially resolve the plot that when the final scene comes, it was telegraphed a mile away that this is the end of the movie and it's time to get up and leave the theater. So again, just to wrap up, uh, we're talking about Lynn Ramsey's You Were Never Really Here. Again, I like this, especially the first two acts. A weak third act uh, sort of is the fatal flaw of the movie, but not a reason not to go see it if you like the films of Lynn Ramsey or Joaquin Phoenix. Thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll be back with a full podcast again soon. Thanks. Thanks.